Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult series. Be sure to visit primed.com podcast after the discussion for more information about today's article and to claim CME CE credit. Caitlin is a 30-year-old female visiting you for her annual physical. She's been in your office a few times in the last year for sick visits and to get a flu shot, but today is she's expressing interest in changing her contraceptive method. She shares with you that she saw in your office some materials that caused her to rethink her approach to contraception. Hi, this is Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School, and joining me today is Jill Terrian, associate professor and director of the Nurse Practitioner Program at the University of Massachusetts Medical School's Graduate School of Nursing. Hello, Jill. Hi, Frank. So Caitlin, 30 years old, she's sitting in your office. If you're like me, she's probably been sitting there longer than her appointment because I'm running late. Um, what happened here? How did decision aids help her? Well, Caitlin was sitting there maybe a little bit longer than you'd want her to, and she saw a poster. She saw a poster on contraceptive methods, and she took the time to read it, educate herself, and came into the, came into the visit with some questions, thinking about herself and how she may want to rethink her contraceptive method. So it's perfect. It was. It was, it was some patient education that took none of your effort except a little bit of extra time ahead of time to post something on the wall. Right. So um, how effective is something like that, putting up a poster? How does it change behavior? So there was a study that was done on this. So what they did, it was a, a funded study that had women uh, ages 18 to 44 look at uh, contraceptive posters online. This was done in an online survey method, and they had to look at the poster for about a minute. That was the expectation. Um, and then they had to take a survey. They had a pretest and a post-test. And what they found is, is that um, their knowledge was increased and that it was very cost-effective for patient education and helping with patient decisions. So just spending a minute viewing this information improved their contraceptive knowledge? Yes, in their pre- and post-test assessment. Now, they did compare posters. There was one that the CDC was already using, and then this was a more patient-centered poster. And if listeners do look up the article, they will see that um, and possibly be able, possibly want to use it in their practice. And what they did is that um, they, the, the patients that reviewed these really thought they had a very low chance of becoming pregnant. And after they viewed the poster and understood what they were or were not using for contraceptive, understand that they had, you know, a fairly higher uh, incidence of possibly getting pregnant. Can you give me an example of one of the things that they thought was very effective that m that poster maybe changed their mind? Well, if you look at the poster and you start at the top, it's got some of the most least invasive methods, right? It's got um, condom use. Uh, it's got um, withdrawal method, and then it's got a fertility calendar planner. And they're all different in their percentage of, of how effective they are. Yeah, they're, they're, they, they fail more they frequently in a year's time than most people assume. They do. And how they set it up, of course, is from, you know, those are at the very top. And then down at the bottom, 
you have your long-acting reversible contraceptions and implants that basically are 150 times more effective than those at the top of the chart. I, I, it's amazing. I mean, these posters were really quite remarkable at changing patients' understanding and behavior. Um, the, the number needed to treat was something like around somewhere between 1 and 17, which is really quite good. That's, yes, that's so, so it's, it's pretty effective. So um, there was a study a couple of years ago that where they posted signs on the first floor by an elevator that says, if you use the stairs, you'll feel better and your heart will be better and you'll live longer. Um, how are you going to use contraceptive posters in your practice now? Depending on the space where you work and live and practice, I have a, a waiting area where I could put the poster up. Or if my, my patients do spend a few minutes in the room by themselves, it may be something that I put on the wall. The other thing is, is that I have uh, a carousel of information. So if they really have to wait a while, which I really try to prevent, but it does happen, that if something piques their interest, they can actually take a brochure. And if I notice that they've taken it in with them, I will ask them, you know, what they saw and how I can help them with that. So it's really just, you know, it's passive, passive education. It's people, you know, seeing something and finding interest in it. And it, it, it certainly makes it very patient-centered if it's self-initiated. You look at something and think, wow, I should, I should reconsider what I'm doing. It's much better than us trying to help convince people that they need to reconsider. And I'm thinking about Caitlin that's coming, you know, here for her annual physical, right? But yet she has looked at this um, contraceptive uh, decision aid that's been on the wall, and she comes in and says, I didn't know that, you know, let's just say she's on an oral contraceptive pill, which is still the most popular contraceptive in our country. Um, and, and she now wants to change to a long-acting reversible, you know, contraceptive method because guess what? She misses doses of her pill, and she isn't ready to get pregnant right now. Now, I think this is a great study, and I really appreciate you bringing it forward. This is a cost-effective tool that we can all easily use, and it's clinically effective in helping people better reach their own personal goals. And one other fact that, you know, I found out when looking at this is still in the U.S., women, over 50% of them underestimate the contraceptive effectiveness. That's huge. That is. And that, that just goes to show you with all access to information, we're still not getting the message effectively out. Cool. Jill, thanks so much. For our listeners, um, the poster that the CDC developed, the patient-centered poster, a link will be available on the landing page should you want to see this and print it out and post it in your exam rooms. Practice pointer, well done patient-centered informational posters in your exam room and in the waiting room help change patients' understanding, knowledge, and even some of their beliefs about appropriate health care. Join us next time when we talk about how to save your patients with type 2 diabetes on long-acting insulin a great deal of money. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, visit primemed.com slash podcast and see you next week.